Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of PRI Talk. Thank you for joining me again this week. I know it's been a while since I've uh, posted even a, a five-minute recruiting episode. Just been so busy with recruiting season and everything going on now. Um, obviously, I got a mess, disaster behind me in the office uh, too, but maybe you can't see that. But um, I did want to get on. I've been kind of sitting on these uh, ideas for a few weeks. Um and wanted to kind of communicate some of these things to you guys uh, just as some examples of, of, and the recruiting process is hard, so I'm not going to say it's easy, um, but why I think there's there's so many bumps in the road and so many hiccups. And and I think the, the, everything boils down to it, it's easy for recruiting to be like misconstrued. It's, it's easy for recruiting to be the communication that you get in recruiting um, to be flipped, or um, uh, you know, I say something and it gets translated in in a different direction and is is translated to someone else, not how I meant it, right? So I was giving very specific um, uh, feedback for a very specific situation, and um, someone took that and then applied it to a completely different situation, which is not how I would. Um, uh, give someone advice to handle that situation, right? So I think it's easy for um, there to be, I don't want to say like poor communication, but, but miscommunication um, and things like that when it comes to recruiting. Um, and, I'm, and I'm even someone that has said, I mean, I have a whole thread on my blog post, um, I, a couple of posts about just miscommunication and, and recruiting traps and, and things like that, um, because I do think there is um, some some misinformation, and I don't think that any of it's necessarily um, meant in a negative or malicious way. Like I don't think anyone's out there, anyone out there is necessarily trying to trick people. Um, I, sometimes I think it can come off that way because of the message and the, the, the foundation of the business and things like that, um, that they are, you know, in business model is a business model, right? The whole point of business is you're trying to make money. Um, and so I think some of it can be kind of misconstrued as malicious. Uh, I don't, I don't think necessarily that it always is. Um, but I had three examples that I, that I wanted to give you guys just as a, again, three examples of how easy it is for, for this kind of stuff to, to happen. Um, and I've written about, uh, some of these things, you know, like understanding what a quiet period is, um, understanding the recruiting calendar, the recruiting schedule, um, using words and semantics like are important in this process. Um, you know, it's, it's why when, when a college coach says, you know, we signed a junior, I go, did you really? And then they have to, oh no, we committed a junior, right? Cause, cause I, I think the verbiage is important because it, it, it does, Again, it does lead to a lot of um, misunderstandings, I think. And so I try to be clear and I try to do it. And I even, I've had some college coaches come up to me and say, hey, Jason, I think, you know, uh, your advice in this situation, um, your blog post, your podcast, I think was maybe inaccurate or wrong or bad or whatever. And I go, great, like walk me through it. What did I say that was wrong? What did I say that was inaccurate? Like, let me know. Let's talk about it. Let's get on the same page. Um, and, and typically, we're able to, to understand where the other person is coming from. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with, again, there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of different situations that we have to, to kind, of, kind of work through. Not everyone's recruiting process journey is the same. And so the advice um, that I'm going to give and other people are going to give, other people in my field, 
um, other people that are doing volleyball recruiting for other clubs and things like that. It, it's going to be it's going to be different based on their situation. Okay, it's not all across the board, uh, one way to sk to skin a cat, so to speak. So. The three examples. Um, the first one, uh, there was a, a post on on social media from a club. I won't say which club it was, um, but they had posted, and this was uh, back right before Triple Crown. The the dates don't necessarily matter, um, but on on Thursday they posted um, on Instagram that today was the end of the quiet period, and that now college coaches could go out and recruit athletes in person and things like that. Uh, and this was on a Thursday. Well. Technically speaking and accurately speaking, the, the quiet period didn't end until the next day, which would have been Friday, because the quiet period doesn't end until the contact period begins, and the contact period doesn't start until Friday. And they were posting that the contact period, again, started on Thursday, the quiet period had ended. Um, and this was not true, this was inaccurate. Um, and again, I don't think this is a situation where they were being malicious, um, but I, I commented on the post and just said, hey, just so you know, according to the recruiting calendar, the quiet period doesn't end until tomorrow with the start of the contact period. And that was that was it. And I, I said it, I thought as nicely as I could. Um, and and it, was, it was weird because I, I thought, okay, I'll get a comment, I'll get a response from them, something to the effect. And so I went back a couple days later and looked at the post and I saw that they had deleted my comment. And I was really kind of taken aback by that um, and was very surprised that they had deleted my comment. Um, I'm not wrong in, in what I said. Uh, and so there wasn't necessarily a need to, to delete it. I wasn't being accusatory or mean in any way. I was just saying, hey, today's not actually the end of the quiet period. Tomorrow is the end of the quiet period when the contact period starts, um, and so it was really, it was really uh, that I don't know. I wasn't hurt <laughs> necessarily, but I just said like this. This to me was a great example of how easy it is for there to be poor communication, misunderstandings as far as recruiting process goes, right? And I use this example all the time. But when the dead, when the Division One and even the Division Two dead period happened during COVID. Everyone went, well, what are we supposed to do now? We can't email college coaches because of the dead period, right? And if, if you've listened to me before, you know that the dead period and emailing, phone, phone calls, texting have nothing to do with each other, right? Um, and I've even had some people communicate that, well, freshmen and sophomores, uh, it's a dead period for them because they can't communicate with college coaches. And I'm like, no, that's not even, that's not how that works at all. Um, and so understanding how this process works and being on the same page is really, really important. And, and, and that, again, that post is a really small thing. Um, it wasn't a huge deal that they deleted my comment, uh, but it is what it is, right? So that's kind of example number one. Example number two of how things can be kind of misconstrued and misunderstood. Uh, there was another social media post by a college um, and they said, hey, with qualifiers coming up, here's a, B, C, D, F, like five different things to remember. Um, and one of the points that they had made was don't send us your club schedule. Um, and so I, uh, I think I messaged them on this. I don't think I actually commented. Um, I said, Hey, uh, want to get your feedback and just curious as to why you don't want athletes to send you their schedule. 
Um, and I said, I even said in the, I said in my uh, message to them, I said, I think I have some ideas of why you're saying that, but I don't know for sure. So I just, I just wanted to ask. And their response was, it's just another email for us to delete. And so we kind of had a back and forth, uh, not again, not in a bad way. Um, it was good communication, trying to be on the same page again, right? Um, and I, I, I stopped and said, okay, I just, I want to make sure we're on the same page that we're talking about the same thing. Are you saying that you don't want athletes to send their schedule for the entire club season, or are you talking about not sending their their day to day schedule while they're at a qualifier? And he said. I don't want their day-to-day schedule while they're at a qualifier. And he um, then responded with, I can see how that would be confusing based on the way the, the, the post was set up. And, and he said originally um, that post was like prior to a specific qualifier, like going into this weekend. Um, and he didn't make that kind of specific statement when he posted it um, this time. And and, and I thought that was great and it made sense. And I, you know, I said, Hey, thanks for the clarification. I said the same thing uh, again, just want to be on the same page and, and understanding because I'm, I'm in a position where I'm, I'm telling athletes, send them your club schedule, right? I tell athletes, you don't need to send your day-to-day club schedule, what court you're on, what times you play for a three-day qualifier. You don't need to do that. They have you in their phone and university athletes. So it's really unnecessary. Um, I know there's still athletes that do that, but it is it is an unnecessary thing to do. And I think in some ways they're right. Like it's just another email to delete. They have your schedule in their phone, on their iPad, whatever. Um, so they can come watch you uh, without that daily reminder information. Okay. But from where I sit, I was sitting here going, I'm telling athletes that they need to send their club schedule to college coaches. And the way this post was framed, I was going to get parents when I say that coming to me and go, but Jason, such and such a college said, don't send us uh, your club schedule. And so then we would have to kind of have this back and forth. Um, so it is it is important that we're on the same page. And, and again, this was a, a misunderstanding, I guess, miscommunication uh, between me and a college, which again, that sometimes happens as well, the, um, that we're not always 100% on the same page. Um, and I was taking a different perspective and route from what they had posted. And I, and I think we're both right. We both understand. You definitely need a club schedule so you can figure out whether or not you're going to go watch an athlete. They just don't want that day-to-day. Okay, so that was something that was really easy, um, That that uh, not easy, but easily could have been um, confusing um, to athletes and families if they were to see that post and process it the same way I did. Um, okay, so example number three. Uh there was another post from a, a club, again, I won't say the club, um, that they had posted uh, a really fantastic idea. Hey, here are some ideas of questions that you can ask college coaches. And I, I 100% appreciate um, them doing that, trying to help athletes out. Again, I don't think this is something that was done maliciously or or, or in um uh, it would bad with ill intent to like trick athletes uh, into to asking these kind of questions. But the very first question, and, and I will say like this is a this is a bad question. Um, but the very first question that they said to ask college coaches was, "What conference are you in, and what division are you in?" That was the first question, and and I can say I I threw that out there to several college coaches. Um, the last weekend I was out at a qualifier and all of them just, they got really wide eyed. Like why? 
gosh, I hope no one asks me that question. Um, and I did, I did kind of a reel on this, kind of a, a, I don't know, trying to make a joke out of it, but um, this is a bad question. Um, this should not be something that's communicated to athletes that they should ask, okay? Um, there's a lot of questions that you can go out there and, and find and ask that are, that are totally fine. Um, I have communicated that I think a lot of those questions out there are general questions. I think if you want to actually get specific answers to your recruiting questions, you need to ask specific questions. I have a download on my website. It's called Ask Better Recruiting Questions. Uh, you can join the PRI blog pass, uh, pass and look at all those questions on there. Uh, there's, I think, 12 different questions that I, I, I take and reframe and give you reasons why this is not a great way to answer this question. Again, you can answer it that way or again, ask it that way, um, but it's not a great question. And, and then I give you some different examples of how to really rephrase the question so it is a better question so that you are communicating specific interest into the school and you are asking a very specific question that will get you a specific answer in return. I did a whole podcast uh, with uh, Brett Score down at Tribe um, about the uh, about the Ask Better recruiting questions um, download and, and blog posts. Uh, so I do have that out there. Um, but this is asking a college coach what division they are and what conference they are. Um, you asked that question and, and I just I'm, I mean, I'm not going to speak for every college coach out there, all thousand of them, but it's just a really good way to get crossed off the list. Like if, if you're not spending the 10 seconds it takes to Google that information and going on to their website and looking that up and knowing, um, what that, what that simple information is, I just, I don't, you're not interested in that school, right? Um, you just really aren't. And that's what you're communicating to that college coach by asking that question. So, so it's a bad question. Um, to ask. I would encourage athletes not to ask that question. Uh, go look up that information and know it um, prior to. That's one of the things that I talk about in the Ask Better Recruiting Questions. Uh, it's one of the things that I have in another one of my downloads uh, with the, the phone call prep. It, it gives you blanks with like little things you can fill in. Name of the school, city of the school, state of the school, school mascot. Like, the, like You can fill that stuff in so when you get on a phone, you know some of this information about the school. But, but doing research on a school prior to you getting on a phone call with them is really, really good. And um, you can ask general questions, um, and I think that's okay, but the whole point of asking better recruiting questions uh, was to ask specific questions so that you're getting real, honest answers from college coaches and communicating your interest in the school, letting the coach know a little bit more about you by how you're asking a question. Um, that was the whole purpose of that. And again, Brett and I talked about that, but but posts like that, again, this club posted it. It was the very first question they suggested you ask of college coaches. Um, it's, it's, just not a, it's just not a good uh, question. Um, and, and I really hope that, the, uh, that athletes out there are not asking that question of college coaches when I get on the phone. I hope that you are uh, spending the extra 10 to 30 seconds it takes to look at their schedule, find out what conference they're in, find out what their mascot is, find out the name of the college coach, right? Uh, if, if you're getting on the phone with a, with a college coach and you're not spending the, the you know 10 to 30 seconds to look up that information and then another two minutes to read their bio to find out how long they've been there, where they've coached before, um, you really need to be doing that. Inform you really need to be do you really, excuse me, you need to be really doing that research uh, for these schools when you get on, on the phone with them because it's really, really important. If you get on the phone and ask a college coach 
a very general, again, bad question, like what conference are you in and, and what division are you? Um, that's not a good first impression. And that's what these phone calls are. These are first impressions. There's other general questions you can ask, like what's your career, uh, recruit, what's your coaching philosophy? Uh, what's an average day of an athlete like, right? You can ask those general questions and, and those are okay. Um, but, but if you're asking a question that is a literally a 10 second Google search, um, it's, it's just not a, a good question. And I'm, I apologize to all of the people that are asking that question. And, and, and I hope, um, that, that at some point, like this club will take that post down. Um, I didn't respond on social media to, uh, the post. I didn't comment on it or send them a message. Um, I hadn't decided to do that yet. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be the mean person on social media and tell them that this is, you guys need to take this post down. It's really bad information. Um, but, uh, it is. And, and so, uh, but there is that type of information out there. And, and I think a lot of athletes just don't know. Um, and so it's really easy for, again, mis misinformation for communication and information to be misconstrued in, in wrong ways. Um, and I really hope as whenever I write stuff, um, in my blog post or talking about it on a podcast, like it, it, it's none of it is meant to hurt athletes. Obviously, um, this platform and, and why I started PRI, the whole, the whole point of that was to help in this process and get information in the hands of athletes and families so that their recruiting process is better, simpler. I don't want to say easier, um, but fewer bumps in the road. Uh, this is a hard process. It can be difficult. And if, and if we're taking information on this side that we're getting from different sources, um, that's, that's, that's wrong or poor or bad, or, or even if we're taking good information and flipping it around and, and, um, you know, making it, taking it the wrong way, um, then uh, that's not good either. And so athletes, families, parents, uh, whoever's listening, please, uh, double check, um, information, uh, that you are seeing and reading even some of my stuff, ask around. I, I say all the time, like the, the, the people that you see on social media, uh, liking my posts, a lot of them are college coaches. Um, I, I say this as well, like my, the information that I'm giving you guys a lot of time is not just my own personal thoughts. Sometimes it is, I have my own kind of you know, perspective on things. Um, but a lot of the information that I'm getting is, is coming from college coaches and I'm just kind of redirecting that to you guys as best as I can. Um, so there, there is a lot of information about there on recruiting. Obviously I am just one, uh, source and one resource. Um, but if you do have any questions, if I can help with your recruiting process in any way, please let me know. Um, I am here to help, uh, and get you guys through that process. Um, but it's, Things can be communicated um, and, and misconstrued, communicated poorly and misconstrued um, kind of across the board from all perspectives. Uh, and so it's always good just to clarify and make sure that the information you're getting wasn't for a uh, specific instance that you are now not in, right? Um, tons and tons of recruiting variables out there uh, for, for you to take into consideration. So Thank you guys for listening. Long episode today. I appreciate it if you made it all the way through. And come see me. Come find me at uh, the next qualifier. Uh, if you guys re have recruiting questions, feel free to reach out. Um, 
If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you follow the PRI podcast on Spotify. Click that little follow button. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, I appreciate that as well. Uh, Definitely subscribe and give me a five-star review. I do appreciate that. So thank you, guys. I will see you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening.